See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, yeah, you know what happened. Oh, wait, it is... Huh. I didn't <laughs> think it was boring hey, at all. Maybe after you like do something 90,000 times, maybe it remembers it. Because this is 90,001, and then it was like, oh, I remember that microphone. Mr. Oh. Microphone. That's nice. Yes. Hey, who got is this? Why is it? What is it? This is Slow Robot go go Show 216. It's a lot of show. Yeah, for my, a lot of hoes. <laughs> my name's Mal, with me as always. <laughs> from Parts Unknown. From from Hooters down in Who, Whoville. <laughs> Hooters. Yes, and this is uh, dedicated to B through Z grade movies. Sometimes Z, sometimes B. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes A, whatever. Sometimes double D. Sometimes whatever. What do you got going on, man? What did you watch this week? I didn't watch anything, but I did read something. Re- what the hell's reading? What is that? It's like when I put on these glasses that help me re- look at pictures, yeah. and then there's words in them, and I'm going like, oh, there's, I have to do that too. Yeah, give a hoot, read book. a book. It basically was a little like a souvenir. I won't call it a souvenir book, but it basically it's like a, a smallish fan publication about the movie Vampires. That Here's the deal. I was in my garage. I'm sifting through all the stuff, you know, good stuff, bad stuff, whatever. So I find this book that I had gotten like back in the 90s, and I go, you know, this is cool. I never read this. Now is the time. Yeah, you know? now I'm dedicating time to reading this. It's from 1993. Now it's the time to read this. It, it's, yep. it's like fine wine. It's aged, and now it's the time. So basically, <laughs> it's like a little the backstory behind the movie Vampire. Most things from 93 turn to vinegar. <laughs> Yeah. by now but piss, yeah, and like, vi- piss and vinegar it's but mostly mostly vin- mostly piss and vinegar yeah yeah but anyway um so yeah it's just a lot of the backstory behind the movie we watched it it's those two vampire girls and they like you know there's like a they're going around killing dudes and then seductively like, saying come with yeah, me yeah they walk through the woods with black you know robes and i stuff am like vampire that. yeah anyway um so yeah it was a nice book you know it tells you about the story about you know, the guy, it was interesting in the sense that the guy who directed it was a, a Spanish director, was also a comic book artist before, and he was oh, a very cool. good comic book artist, which I didn't know. So, Jose Lara, so he did a lot of other movies like Symptoms, and uh, he also directed the, remember the one with the the house that, oh, the one with the with the woman, oh, God. The House, the house that of Vanished. Yeah, the, the House of Vanished. Yeah, yeah. Van he directed yeah. that one, too, you know, and so, uh, yeah, they were talking with the actors. The one actress they couldn't find the blonde girl but later on i saw pictures she's finally like they tracked her down she's doing conventions now you know a lot of the behind the scene things and uh the director was made for like no money the director yeah. had to put a mortgage on his house so if he if the movie didn't make any money he would have lost his house or whatever you know that's how it was that's you know? a big gamble man he had to donate cars to the movie. he didn't have any cars i mean it was made like for forty thousand pounds or something like that over yeah. three weeks you know but back then, you know, it was like you have to pay all these guys scale and, you know, all this. And, you know, stuff. like they, they tracked that lady down and she was like, wait, what? People even saw that movie? Like, well, you know. Yeah, like, it's, what's interesting, the, 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 one of the woman that did was interviewed, Marianne Morris, she was saying that, like, you know, she, she quit the business after doing that movie. She might have done anything because all she was sent was porn. You know, it was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. You know, if that's all yeah. I'm going to be getting, I'm done. So she became a business person, and she's, like, <laughs> got some kind of business in England or whatever. 
But, you know, she was at first she was reluctant to be interviewed, but then this was the second printing, and then they finally tracked her down. So, you know, like, was, come on, man, you got to do it. And she's on, like, what? You know, there's conventions, there's money to be made. You That's, know? There's money to be made. And she's like, ah, well, then I'm on board. And there is all these people that do conventions. I mean, that's tax free cash, man. Hell, you know, it's almost like any bit part in any bit movie, and you yeah. can just. Do a convention about it. Like even Dawn of the Dead, as we all yeah. know. You can make a career out of that. You've got to be crapping me. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you got to make a career out of that. So anyway, so it's a fun little book. It's just like maybe 30 or 40 pages. A lot of black and white pictures. I mean, it was a fanzine, so it was like not even color pictures. It was black and white. But it's a very cool movie and uh, called Vampires with a Y. Vampires. Yes. And, uh, you know, check so it out. So the book was good, though? It was a fun little fanzine. Yeah. No, that's nice. Yep. Now, what is? Uh, forgive my ignorance. What is a fanzine? Is that like written? It's a fan magazine. Fa- written by a by a, like a like a almost what do they call like a like if somebody that loves Star Trek now they'll write like a Star Trek story and it's that's a fan. It could fanfic be. or whatever they call Here's it. Here's what a fanzine was. My my recollection mm-hmm. from being a comic book guy was back in the seventies when I started going to comic shops because I wasn't really into like the. You know, secret fandom. I hadn't gone to a convention yet and didn't know all the That's, okay. secret yeah. society. You right. Know, like secret handshake, and you have to have that, that, that little that. Uh, little ring that that like links up and yeah. says, "Oh, you're you're one of us." And yeah. Okay uh, gabba, gabba, hey, you're one of <laughs> us. Yeah. I wasn't like. <laughs> wasn't a Ramon. I wasn't there yet, but in the mid seventies, <laughs> I got in because a friend of mine, you know, a Kirby guy. Anyway, um, <laughs> fanzines are fan publications that they would sell like through um, other fan publications, right. and they're basically either drew stories by um, artists that weren't like you know professional yet wrote articles on books or star oh, trek that's cool. or whatever all right so it's kind of like a big a community writes about it now for now they're forums but back now then they blogs. They, yeah, blogs or forums like cuz like a forum will be everyone that loves guitars now we're all here making guitar stuff and everyone writes things about it and so it's kind of the same thing but back then it was like public publications like, like yeah like back then you had like famous monsters mm-hmm. well then you had stuff like midnight marquee which was the fanzine version which was not not sold in newsstands but if you like got in the know. but if you were in the know ah. and you got a and you got some a, a, a publication like maybe the the Comic Buyer's Guide or something, which was a weekly publication that sold books that told you all that was going on. Because back in the early 70s, we really didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. So then these magazines kind of filled that void. And if you and if you went to a convention, you probably saw somebody selling these magazines. Right. And you go, what's that? And they would go like, oh, this is a fanzine. And they go, here's unpublished work by... Jeff Jones or Bernie Wrightson or another famous or Jack Kirby, a famous comic yeah. artist. So you go, well, that's cool. I never saw that before. I'm just buying the book. And then when you buy that book, you see advertisements for other things, and then you start getting you start getting right. into the you know insides of fandom. And now it's all pretty out in the open. I don't it's even know. Blown out, yeah. Now there no. are I probably, there probably are fanzines around I, now, but I think I've heard of a lot of people like like that like writing fan scripts or fanfic. They call it like where it's something written by a fans or one or more fans and they kind of like what happened to Picard after the Nexus or something I don't I don't know words but yeah, there's that. you know what I'm saying like that kind of stuff so so it's the same thing and that, that's kind of cool though and, and, I mean, and back in the old days there was wrestling fanzines too because my friend they oh. would take pictures at the shows and put out the fanzines some right. of them were mini- mimeographed you know what I mean they were like those done in a Xerox machine yeah, or something. I know the early punk stuff there you go that that's was, your connection well that was worth a lot of money now those early punk ones because Everyone had there you the go. Rolling Stone, at, you know, number one through twenty. That's it. That's no exactly one right. has 
punk on the corner, whatever, Sniffing or something. Sniffing glue, or yeah, whatever. so whatever, and it's some weird thing, and you're like, huh? There's your connection yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's cool. what it is. All right. Yeah, so well, that's very neat. All right, cool. So that was my. Uh, that was your excitement of the week. Yes, that's right. That was wow. not my movie, but my reading. Look out, everyone! And B movies right. for the week. I had a, I, had a, I got a bunch of movies this week. Uh, watched Fifth Wave, which is a newer aliens killing off the humans. Uh. Pretty good. A little bit Red Dawnish. A little bit, um, I don't know. It was good because at the end they didn't bring down the aliens. In the end, it was just they were still, you know, fight on. You know, they they won like one small battle, but the fight remains. You know, and that's kind of a good ending because sometimes like you watch these new the new genre of uh, where they reinvented the disaster movies. You know, uh, Sci-Fi Channel's classic for this. And they'll do like, oh, the whole world's freezing and everyone's dying, and they find a way to stop it. And you're like, I don't think that's how that works. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, uh, but whatever. So, it, so the fifth wave was okay. Then I, uh, then I I'll got t- t- before we're done. Ask me. I think we've talked about it for a movie called The Last Wave. But when you were done, ask mm-hmm. me about The Last Wave. Then I watched a. Cri- I had a Criterion uh, Dress to Kill. I saw that in the theater. Wow. Yeah. It's a rough movie, man. It's a good movie. If you want to see the uh, Murphy, uh, not Murphy, uh, the RoboCop, uh, what is her name? Because the, the, she went on to be the, the the woman from that, went on to become a RoboCop sidekick in one through three. Oh, Karen Allen. Yeah, Karen Allen. If you no, not see, Karen Allen. Karen, uh, oh. Not Monroe. Mar- no, Karen. Anyway, yeah. the blonde so, with curly hair. Yeah, so, she was the Palma's uh, wife, girlfriend yeah. at the time. Yeah. So if you want to see her being God, can't think very right sultry and sexy and a slightly nude, uh, yeah. watch Dress to Kill. It, good movie. And Michael Caine was showing up. Like yeah. later in his career, Michael Caine just kind of comes in and you know doesn't do very yeah, much. A, and that get was the a check. rough movie. Wasn't there like some girl with a power tool being drilled? <laughs> It was in yeah. There. I mean, it, this is it, Angie but, Dickinson was in yep, that too, right? Yep. Oh yeah, and it was yeah. very, but it was good. It was very tense. It had it was well written. Great actors. It had a uh, Arnie Cunningham from uh, Christine, that little wormy guy. Oh yeah, Gordon. <laughs> Why does it this lunch bag say Cunningham? Something, I forgot his name was Gordon. Something Gordon. Right. I wish that guy from the I wish the the sideburns guy, mutton chops guy from Christine, would have just ran in and started stabbing people and then ran out. That would have been awesome. Then I watched Agent Forty Cent. Seven, something, 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 something. It was just a stupid. Agent Forty Seven is a uh, video game. This is a mindless adaptation from said video game, and it was terrible. Then I watched From Russia with Love. Then I watched Goldfinger. Both. Uh, I've do- I've started down the path. I'll, I'll be watching one or two more Bond movies tonight. Very of their time. I'll put it that like I love them, and when you're watching them, you're like, wow, but. Boy, like the misogyny and like some of the stuff that goes on in those movies, like you don't realize it how our well, critical eye has changed, our our, our social morals well, have changed. That's you know? that's a whole that's for that's that topic is could be a good um, no movie discussion. No, no it could be for that uh, the our, our podcast on hiatus. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's because, crazy. Because yeah. you know it's like misogyny. Okay. But it was uh, of, like I said, it was of the time. That was there, there was nothing wrong with what we were seeing, and, and it was fine. And there isn't anything wrong with it now. That's what I'm trying to but say. But the social mores now, like putting well, the, well, put gotten, on that, like we've gotten you know, stupid. This we're a declining idiotic culture. Oh is what yeah, the problem. Is. Yeah, but definitely. anyway, so but but very fun. Very that 
they're uh, it's a they're a great series. I, I'm very I'm so thankful I bought that box set. I was I begrudgingly plopped down my hundred dollars, but I'll tell you what I don't care. I mean they're they're yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah, Blu-ray rips. They're yeah, yeah. you know it's a very I'm just started down the path. I'm gonna watch them all and I'll be very fun. Uh, then last night I watched um, a movie, Starman from 1984 with Jeff, Jeff, Bridges. Jeff Bridges and Karen Allen. Yep, and Karen Allen and um, great movie. movie. It's a great movie, isn't it? Yeah. I was trying to think because actually it seems this is a weird thing. This seems to have aged better. Like when I watch when you watch it now, it has that time capsule feel because they're in the 80s. They're doing real stuff, but. Just like how the Earth, the day the Earth stood still, because that has that same kind of message going on. Like you're brutish, you should really you know evolve kind of thing. Uh, but it's a very fun movie, and it's a good movie. And he's a he's his talent in his acting is so fun in that one. He's just such a goofball, and he's you know this little stuff he does. I don't know how many people could have pulled it off. I'm sure there's other actors that could have, but boy, he really did a great job with it. He was funny, and uh, you shook your head. What what a uh, I'm just thinking of like something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And then uh, <laughs> I'm just like called and stupid. You know? uh, and then I'm I, thinking of like uh, one of our movies right now. Oh, okay. And then uh, so Starman, I would definitely say if you watched it, rewatch it again because it's uh, it's holding up better than than I thought it might. And then I watched this the I watched a movie. I got it from Netflix only because it's on most people's top ten worst movies ever. It's called Ballistic. Uh, Sever ver Sever VX or X. X V Sever, and uh, mm. it has Lucy Liu and Antonio Banderas and Banderas, not Banderas. And Banderas, yes. and and I'll tell you what, you, you know I have a slightly higher pain threshold for bad movies. <laughs> this movie was pure hot garbage. I mean, I, I was like, wow, this is. How can a movie be bad with Lucy Liu in it? She is intriguing to me in that. She has some very. She either she has a horrible agent or she just doesn't read shit and just signs on. Some of her movies, Money, bro. Well, some of her movies are awesome. A lot of them are really, really bad, and she really isn't that good in them. And you're like, why are you here? Uh, you know, looking. I don't know, but she some stuff she's perfect in. You know, and it's yeah. just one of those things where I, I would kind of thought that way of Buscemi for a while uh, because he would he would do a lot of that art house stuff. He would do he'd pick stuff that challenged him. And he was just so you'd be like, wait, what are you in this movie? Like you know, but, but now he's more. That was in the beginning, you know, in the beginning when he would just, I think, sign on for anything. But uh, yeah, she's she's an, she's an odd, she's hit and miss more than I had thought she would be because you know, but whatever. So it was uh, Sean Connery in a lot of his old movies too. He really? made some stinkers in his. Uh, yeah. Well, Zardoz. <laughs> yeah, point. That's the one I had in mind. <laughs> Where he which drew. we will be watching one day. No, we watched that. No, we never did Zardoz. I've never seen the movie. No, I swear to God, I swear to okay, God, look, then, I've done the sign of the cross. I must have I'm done the, it like a good Catholic boy. I must have done it on one of those. I probably you did it on, on the on one of those indie shows, like where I did it by myself. Yeah, because I, I watched it. Because I just seen scenes from it, and it looks really rocking that bad. red slingshot crotch holder. Yeah, and, well, one of the guys in our movies, Alex Cord, rocking the porn stash and the stupid Zardoz. Outfits and in, in you know wow the, both of our movies have a two in them <laughs> yeah that's both of and, and both of our movies in kind of in a way are two but not really it's I, a good kind of two yeah I guess it's I, like when you got to take a good two <laughs> we'll see here's some trailers <laughs> on that wonderful note. <laughs>
Klaatu, Verada. <laughs> okay then. That's it. If you are alone, don't answer the phone. It could set you up for a visitor who turns killer. He is not particular as long as you're beautiful, sensuous, and photogenic. You see, he poses as a magazine photographer and schedules an appointment for murder. Yours. I know because it happened to me. I was one of the lucky ones. I didn't keep the appointment. You'll see the complete story in the new shocking motion picture, Don't Answer the Phone. Rated R. Under 17 must be accompanied by parent or guardian. Can you move over, please? I like to sit in the middle. What the hell am I supposed to do? You got room, you're little. You want to sit on this side? Fuck you. Welcome to the 23rd century in the fantastic pleasure world of Logan's Run. Imagine the fulfillment of every fantasy. Run, Logan. The satisfaction of every vanity. Run, Logan. The absolute attainment of every wish. Run! Logan's Run. Rated PG. Parental guidance. Released by United Artists. It's the perfect world of tomorrow. There's just one catch. If you want to know the truth, see Shantytown Honeymoon. See the strange and seamy side of mountain life, where they love by the rule of a shotgun. Harlan's out for the still. Come on, we got all afternoon. Shantytown Honeymoon. Torn from the land of child brides and steam heat shanties, wild women, white lightning, and hard mountain men. Shantytown Honeymoon. Their kind of kinship means anything goes and the kind of love that doesn't wait on ceremony. Anybody as good looking as you just gotta be itching for action. Meet Reba Sue, a young girl sold into wedded slavery to pay her father's debts. No, Daddy, please don't make me marry up with that smelly old man. Shantytown Honeymoon, it still happens today. If you're old enough to be married, you must see it. If you're not old enough to be married, you cannot see it. Shantytown Honeymoon. New, in color, admission restrained. Don't you answer your phone? I've been calling for a half an hour. Oh, I'm sorry. I was putting up my Christmas tree. Dude, it's July. Get the fuck out of here. It is? Yeah. Ain't no fun yeah. waiting around to be a millionaire, is what they say. Yeah. That's what ACC says, and now Axl Rose, I guess. Yeah, Man, Axl Rose. <laughs> Axl Rose. Did you hear that he's gone? He's suing like Google. He wants to take suing the internet. Wants his fat pics taken out. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And the internet backlashed immediately with a whole lot more of fat Axl Rose memes, <laughs> nice. which is awesome. Nice. That's what happens, brother. I, apparently That's you what happens know. when you hit the ho-hos too hard. <laughs> it's also what happens when you're a washed-up, no, or not nobody, when you're a washed-up singer from the 80s and you think you got all Well, they're getting back on. together. They're writing songs again, GNR, so look forward to that. You can keep them. Maybe they'll have a new album called Cuban Democracy or something. or uh, <laughs> New album called Cash Grab, the yeah. movie. Anyway, so what's our first movie this week? I don't know, man. Which one you want to do first? Yeah, whatever. Just pick one. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> we can go on forever. Like Slumber Party Massacre 2. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna have different opinions oh, yeah, on this yeah. movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that's okay. No, no, there's nothing movie, right or wrong, but, but uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there is, but you know, in my mind, there is, but you know. No, an opinion's just that, just an opinion. I have, I have facts. <laughs> well, good for you. Here's my <laughs> fact: any movie with like 
chicks in their underwear for 70 minutes is not a bad movie. That's that's fact, okay? Yeah, well, I guess you're with right. Dudes, you got some valid with points, dudes, you know. You know, I mean, with chicks, I don't know. This was know. a weird movie. It was a weird movie. In that, and you know, and White, when I was watching, I was like, man, I should have watched Slumber Party Massacre one. Well, because that's when they killed the family. That's when everything happened. I didn't know anything about this movie. I was like, oh boy. You pick the second one. Sometimes you're like, uh, I, I little like halfway through. No, this I was is like, um, excuse me. This is sorority house massacre too. Yeah. No. This isn't slumber party massacre. This is sorority no, we wa- house massacre. We watched different movies. Oh no. Yeah, we did. Oh no. <laughs> We're gonna be critiquing each movie on oh, its own. No. no wonder you like this. Oh fuck. Uh, hold on a second. Let me let's double check. Oh fuck again. <laughs> Is this the one with the five chicks in the house with that guy? No. Oh, no. Dude, I told you. <laughs> this is the one you gave us. <laughs> Wait, where is it? Uh, oh, fuck <laughs> Well, we're going to do independent. Wow, on-air craziness. No wonder you like it. Wait, wait, wait. Let, let me see the movie that I gave you because I thought... No, it's slum- oh, it was see, slumber. I told, you, I told you I'm not on game. This week. Okay, we're gonna do two independents because I was wondering why you like this one because Slumber Party Massacre too is what I watched, and Slumber Party Massacre with the guitar and the drill on the end of it. He's like, well, no, that, yeah. no, that was the one. Oh, so, dude. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, this is a weird show. This just in: you're getting three movies for the price of two. But oh, now, oh my you god, you know what's gonna happen now? Now next week, I'm gonna have to watch. Which one is this? Slumber Party Massacre? I thought I watched Slumber Party Massacre, and it was a snooze fest. And there was very little boobage, and they were in their underwear dancing around a little bit, but it was very stupid 80s. That's why, when you love this, I was like, wow, what is he talking about? This movie was put me to sleep kind of thing. I actually wanted to, that's the one that I actually was originally wanted to watch, because they had the Playboy Playmate, Karen McKay. Yeah, 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 that's the one. But I ended up watching the other one, which was like, (laughs) (laughs) anyway. So, do you want to do your movie first? No, no, you go. go, Okay. You first. You You think about your movie, and then I'll talk about my movie. So, I watched. If I think about that movie, I'm going to have to go outside, because I'm going to get excited, That's comedy gold right there. So, three for the price of two. (laughs) Uh, I watched Slumber Party Massacre. Uh, and at that point, like when I, right when it was coming on, I was like, "There, these movies do enough of that flashback crap that you you get it, you understand what you've missed if you didn't watch the first one." And uh, so I'm watching this one, and and it was just like it was very 80s time capsule, which oh, early 80s. I think this is like from 84 is when Slumber Party Massacre came out, and uh, just it was just kind of like, "Wow, get to the point," and you know, like nothing was really going on very much, and and. It, and this girl was having like these flashbacky dreams. Like she would wake up, oh, and scream. And she had a Walkman. It must have been the first gen. It was like the size of a 1980s VCR. I, oh, I had a Walkman, but I had like third or fourth gen. The this little was, ones, yeah. This was the first gen, this and this thing was one. this thing was like a textbook. I was like, oh my god, look at that thing. And every scene was brought to you by Pepsi. Every, nice. And they, they, they had nice. they'd stand there holding a Pepsi just talking or the or slice. They had remember slice and diet slice. slice? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, for, for those of you who lived survived the eighties, there was a thing called slice, and oh, they god. that was featured prominently. Oh god, slice. So our our, our, our that was a lemon lime one, wasn't it? Yeah, like real lemon. Then they came out with the orange one, which I like the orange slice, but. Okay. Uh, Orange Crush. I liked Orange Crush from you too. I got my spine. I got my oh REM. Yeah, no, but I like to drink. uh, I didn't like REM around that time, but I did like to drink Orange Crush. Who who, Orange Crush was done by? 
No, but there was a drink called Orange no, Crush. It was that's the one I liked. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that but too. there was a band. The band REM did a song that's, called Orange Crush. That's what I thought. Oh my God, I'm gonna get so much email about the U2. Don't you, you know, mix up U2 and REM. Well, we mixed up our movies, so who cares? Yeah, yeah get on, get on the trolley, man. So this lady, she, she's like, oh, she's having all these weird dreams, but she's in love with this dreamy hunk, and graduation soon, and blah blah blah, <laughs> and she's like, oh, and she's living with her mom, and it's a single, like just a single parent and the mom. Because it turns out the daughter is in an insane asylum because of murdering this guy that murdered her thing, some rocker guy. And it was really an odd, like, okay, I guess. So what we so then she's like she's trying to she's like waking up from time to time and like from these dreams going, Oh, because he's he's like Freddy Kruegering her. And in fact, there's two officers that show up later in the movie. One's called um uh Kruger. His name is Kruger, and the other one, uh, Voorhees, Officer Voorhees. Oh, Jason Voorhees. I was yes. like, boo, don't reference better movies. And then at one point, the whole crew, the, all these girls are watching um, Rock and Roll High School. Cool. And I was like, don't show a better movie in your cool. bad movie, cool. you know, like or just zoom in and leave it on Rock so and Roll. So inadvertently, you got Mary Warnoff in this show again because he's in Rock and Roll High School. Everything generally comes around to Mary Warnoff. Yeah, anyway. it sure does. She's awesome. Uh so like now, so they they're kind of setting this up like, oh, we're gonna go up to help the. They're in a band. The girls are in a, like a Go Go style band, like a punky, plucky '80s girl kind of band. I saw the Go Go's. Yeah, they're good. They're a good group. Yeah. Uh, and um, and like they, so they like set it up that they're like, okay, we're gonna go move into my dad's place before, like a, like a month before he goes there. We're gonna help move stuff around. And practice our guitars, and all these bad the the three bad boys are following these girls up there, and this guy this is where this weird part because she's dreaming about this this guy who's like an eighty like a fifties rocker with like that pop up collar and everything like that, but he has this weird prince looking guitar with a drill at the top of it. He's like yeah yeah yeah, and he's like I'm gonna drill you just like I drilled your sister and all that stuff, and in in her dreams she's he's killing people but not like in real life, and then all of a sudden. He just kind of appears, and you're like, wait, what? Like, so they go to this party, and they're doing, like, they're drinking, and one girl shows her boobs. Not very long, and not very much. And then they're all kind of like, oh, stop it, you're so crazy. Because there's the crazy girl, and the plucky girl, and the shy girl, and the funny girl. And the boys are there. I'm being real loose here, because who cares? And and this is, like, boring as hell. Like, it's really tedious to get to this point. And there's a couple music videos in here. Like, there's not really a movie here. This this is literally just, like, cobbled together a couple scenes with, like, a fake move music video and driving scene and the nightmare scenes. So, you know, so then, then, like, all of a sudden, this guy just, like, she dreams him and then he's just there and you're like, now wait, what? How did, how was he not there all these other times? Now he is there. And then he's been running around and he's, like, he starts killing girls and he kills the one who was, like, kind of the nicest one of them all. Um... So she's dead, and they, and they, and these kids don't know how to react to things, so they're screaming and running around like idiots. And um, he gets one of the guys in the leg, but then they get out, and then it's just like, ugh. And this is a, like I'm gonna fast forward. So the the cops show up and they're like, oh, she because she was having these crazy dreams. They showed up before, uh, you know, like for a false alarm. And they're like, oh, is this the girl you thought was gone? And she's like, yeah. Oh, well, then don't ever call us again. And they left. So now that people are really getting killed, they call and they're like, uh-huh, we're not coming up there again. See you later, kid. And they hung up. 
So now this guy, this guy with this weird guitar drill, is chasing people around in these impossible places, like <laughs> construction sites, and like you know, he pops up out of a car and drills the guy through the back, and he's like, oh yeah, and it's a really cheeseball effect, and it's just, and he breaks into song every now and then where he's wow. doing a music video. This, it's like garbage town, and it's, it's so there's nothing there, so you're just like, it's hard to focus. Yeah. Like this is like a look at your phone kind of movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you're like, oh Christ, okay. So final showdown, she they burn him and and then he still isn't dead, and they do this thing where she wakes up and she's in a mental room, like she's in this weird room, and you I guess it's a mental ward, but it looks like an attic. Okay. By herself, and then the drill comes up through the floor, and then that's the end, and you're like. What are we doing here, man? What what is this even like? So it was just a, a, a I can't say boobless, but it was very. It wasn't what you would think from Slumber Party Massacre. You'd think that would just be wall to wall boobs and like craziness and mutilation and killing and stuff, but it was kind of ugh, you know. So anyway, that's my movie. Well, wait, let's take a break. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna drop and a then, trailer. And then we're and gonna then come we'll, into. Sorority House Massacre. Which apparently too. was way better than Slumber Party well, Massacre. my opinion, anyway. <laughs> How do I know? I can't compare them. I didn't watch this one. It's all right. It's three for two, this. It's the three for two week. It's all right. three for... So I'm going to say, if as far as for Slumber Party Massacre, if you're a fan of that kind of slasher movie, <laughs> you know, th- you go see it, but I'm giving it like a 4.5 to a 5. I mean, it, was, it was like really like, oh, come on, you know. There just wasn't enough there, wasn't enough anything to make you... And you kind of saw it, you are like, this is going to be a dream of a dream or something weird. Like, you knew you weren't getting a payoff. It was just going to be some random BS thing that they do I on mean, a lot so, of these. I so, mean, Sorority House, similar elements in it. We'll talk about okay, it. Okay, all right. Here's a trailer, and when we come back, uh, we're going to get a, a secondary second movie. We're going to get our second movie of three. Wait, so we have three twos. Three twos. That's a sixer. All right. Six pack. Yep. Hello. Hey, Dante, is Alex there? Hold on. Phone's for you. I think it's the devil. Now, Heracene Productions brings you the Platinum Pussycat. The Platinum Pussycat. She has the face of an angel, the body of a woman, and the mind of a tramp. You'll love the Platinum Pussycat. The Platinum Pussycat was born to use men. The Platinum Pussycat is X. Extremely My name's Kathy. I ride with the toughest gang of outlaw bikers in the state. You've heard of them. Chippo, Crazy John, Redbeard, Tampa. I've had them all. And ain't one of them ever gonna forget it. Because I'm one of the Hell's Bells on wheels. I fought every girl in the pack and beat them. Hell's Bells, in color, starring Jeremy Slate, Adam Rourke, and Jocelyn Lane. This picture is rated M, suggested for mature audiences. Since here you uh, robbed a hospital, why'd you do that? Yeah, I'm not guilty. That's not what the other lawyer said. So, yeah. Okay, well, I wanted to tell you my Go-Go story, because you mentioned the Go-Go's mm-hmm. in the last movie we talked about, all-girl bands. In 82, I remember me and my friends went to West Palm to go see the Go-Go's. I forgot who the opening act was, but at any rate... So, like, we're, like, you know, three or four dudes there, and the place is just full of chicks, you know, yeah. totally. And so, okay, cool, you know. So, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, this girl walks up to us, and she goes, hey, you guys got any drugs? <laughs> now, 
you know, I kind of hark back to the days of freedom when, like, girls at concerts would go, like, you got any drugs? And, and what do I get out of this, you yeah. know? <laughs> and when, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was, I was being the jerk that I am. I go, we're narcs. And this poor girl <laughs> turned, <laughs> turned pale. She her eyes bugged out of her head. And I'm like, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Nah. She's like, ha, 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 as walked away. And <laughs> like, you, like, ha, ha, bye. I, you asshole. <laughs> you know, but, but I mean, maybe I taught her a lesson. You know, don't go to concerts no. and ask people for drugs. You know, I think maybe I saved somebody's life in retrospect. You know, hopefully she's doing good now and uh, she didn't do any drugs <laughs> She's like, now she's the president. And then she's like, oh. Uh, yeah. yeah was, uh, I, that was the day I turned my life around. Wow. I was a heroin addict and this asshole. Very noble of you, Dr. Morgan. <laughs> that pulled a prank on me. Scared scared straight. That'll you know? learn. Scared straight. There you go. Scared straight. Yeah. Anyway. All okay, right. Okay, now the movie that the movie we you confused. Picked. Yes. Go ahead. What do you got? Okay, so I'm, I'm guessing the movie that I picked is Sorority House Massacre. Nice. All right. What was that other one? Sorority Babes? In the, in the Slime Slime. Bowl, that's the one. Okay. We did that yeah, one. Yeah. This is from uh, 80s. Directed by Jim Wynorski, who may have directed Slumber Party Massacre. I don't know. <laughs> and it's basically like uh, Wynorski specialized in the boobs and blood movies. He's, it's a Corman thing, you know, for yeah, New Horizons or whatever. Straight to vi- I think it was straight to video. I'm not sure, but it was shot on film, so it's a real movie. Uh, these these are the these these movies are the ones that influence or scarred Sean Donahue's brain. You know, back in the yeah, day, there the you guy go. who did yeah. Delta Delta Pi. You know, these movies. Yeah, yeah. These movies. He Local saw Tampa as, guy. Yeah, cranking them out. This guy, the, he saw this as an impressionable age, and you know, got you know whatever out of it. So at any rate, um. Basically, it's fi- this was the era of the Scream Coins, okay? I don't know if you remember back in the early 80s, but uh, uh, what's her face? Brink Stevens and uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, oh, what was the other ones? Um, oh, God. Like I said, the beers killed my memory this week. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Bauer. I uh, forgot what the other ones. Well, anyway, there were some that were very famous. That's anyway, what they're known for. They, the they had fanzines. Yeah. Getting back to fanzines written uh-huh, about them. Uh-huh. Fangoria would write about them. They had their own set of cards, which I own. And, you know, they had a magazine called Scream Queens Magazine. Julie uh, Julie Strain. Uh, there was a bunch of them. They were really famous mm. in the 80s. They had a lot of movies. You know, Hot Scream Queens, Hot Tub Party. You know, Fred Olin Ray did a lot of them. Wynorski was, like, jumped in on it because that's his, that's his game or whatever. So this yeah. is basically has... Uh, the one girl that I remember as being a, a main scream queen was the tall girl, Melissa Moore, which I, I'm saying the tall girl and looking at you as if you watched this movie, but you didn't. You know? <laughs> That's okay. So, yeah, Melissa Moore was the main scream queen, but all the girls were very pretty. I'm sure there was in other movies. So it's basically like these five sorority girls, and they like buy this house, this dilapidated house. They get it really cheap. They don't know why. You know, their boyfriend drives them over there, and he's like, hey, you want me to help you? And I'm like, no, we're fine. We're going to fix it, and ha, 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 and this and that and the other thing. Painting montage in yeah. three, two, and one. And, of course, yeah. they get inside the house, and within two minutes, they're in, like, you know, panties and, you know, and, and their nighties, and they're, like, drinking beer, of course, you know, as I do now. And, uh, you know, they're they're taking showers, and they go, hey, my turn for the shower. You, I'm, i got to give you this movie. Well, actually, I have, I have the sort of sequel... And on the on um, that I brought, so well, you'll watch the sort of sequel to it or whatever. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so they're all you know, ha, you know my dream. I'll tell you another story. I'm going to tell you another aside. This is why I think this thing is possible. When I was a kid, okay, when I was a kid, I remember one time I was watching television in my living room. It was the summer. 
maybe like 15 or 16. There's no lie. And I'm looking out the window, and all of a sudden, like the girls in front and three of her friends go out in bikinis and they start washing their car in front of the house. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I gotta get binoculars for this. I don't have a camera, you know. So of course I went and got my binoculars. And, oh my and, god, that's awesome. So when after I saw this, I go like, well, of course this could happen, you know. Sure. Five girls get a, totally get, realistic. Get into buy a house, a dilapidated mansion. Within five minutes, they're in their underwear drinking beer. And they're playing games, and they're taking yep. showers. So and hitting they, each other with pillows, pillow fights. Why not? You know, so anyway, so as they're, like, sitting there doing whatever, they get a knock on the door, and it's this, like, big, scary, whatever neighbor across the street who's been staring at him, and he's like, I'm Orville, something or other. And this was the house where, like, so-and-so committed, like, uh, uh, murdered his family, which I guess, and then they flash back to Slumber Party Massacre 1. <laughs> Or sorority house massacre. When I get you those two confused, where you see the scenes where the guy actually killed his family. It wasn't Warville Redenbacher, was it? So well, no, my, maybe it was his here's son. Here's my popcorn. Maybe, ah. it was, maybe it was his slow son. I don't know. But anyway, he tells them the story. But this guy's totally obese and creepy, you know. And they're like, okay. You know, first he shows up in the window and then he shows up at the door. So they're like, okay, well, thanks a lot. You can go now, you know. And he's <laughs> yeah. like... I'm here to warn you about this, you know, and they're going, okay, great. So after the guy's done, they're all like, oh, God, wow, what neighbors we have, you know. Oh, my God, you know, what what big, great fake boobs you have. Yeah, here, let me, <laughs> let me squeeze them. No, but, you know, that was, that was just me just putting myself in the movie. But at any rate, <laughs> so, like, they go, hey, I got a great idea tonight. Why don't we have a Ouija board party and summon up the spirit of like you know <laughs> Colin? The guy's name was Colin something or other who killed all these Farrell. people. Colin, Colin, Colin Farrell, Farrell yeah. yeah, or Colin Quinn maybe from probably Colin Quinn from Saturday Night Live. So that's what they do. That night they go in <laughs> and <laughs> why not? They have like a they have like a Ouija, which I used to have a Ouija board by the way, but it never worked properly. Not that I was summoning any spirits, but, you know, maybe the spirit of alcohol. But anyway, so they do this and they go, oh, tell us, you know, Colin or whatever, speak to us. And then, like, you know, they're all sitting there laughing. All of a sudden, like, there's something, I forgot it was lightning hits or something, but the, the Ouija thing flies. And they're like, oh, oh, my God. Wow, I wonder if that's a sign. One goes, nah, it's just like, you know, <laughs> the it's wind. just like the wind or something. <laughs> you know, who cares, you know. So anyway, they all go, well, you know, it's time for another shower. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we got to go. I can't because the one girl goes. I can't go to sleep without taking a shower. I feel icky, you know. I can't meet too. <laughs> After watching this movie, I feel kind of whatever. Anyway, so they take their showers, and one girl's taking, and the other ones go. Oh, it's my turn. And the one girl goes like, huh. Are you gonna take a shower in that robe? And of course she goes, Of course not. You know, <laughs> like yeah, this so is, awesome. This is, this See, is, that's this like cheese ball funny. Like where you're like, <laughs> That's why you have to watch this. Not. Of course not. Wink. That's why you have to watch this movie. They just I picked wrote a better one. Yeah, they wrote it in for you. Yeah, you're like, eh. so of course you get two for the price of one there, you know. So it's like one's done and the other one gets in, and there wasn't any like soap bar washing of each other, but you know. So anyway, well, they're done and they get in their little, you know, knapsacks. So it has a dilapidated mess, and next day they're gonna fix it. They get in their little, and then all of a sudden they, they, you know, they start hearing noises in the house, and they're like, oh, what the hell is that? You know, go, go see. You know, so at this point, it becomes like basically like the 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 evil presence with a hook 
in the house. <laughs> and at this point, all he all it is is like these girls in their scanty underwear. I mean, they're wearing like, dude, they're wearing like thongs and yeah, yeah, eighties you know? un- underwear. It's way too exciting. And anyway, so they go in, and and basically they're all being like, this point it's like a dead whatever way one goes one place and you see the hook hand that was the movie poster wasn't it the hook yeah. like the bloody hook was just like that's all it showed but it was like but black. it was a different movie though did you it was, this is sorority no, no, no I'm saying isn't that like from the VHS so. days didn't it have it just had like it was black and had the hook there with like red blood Basically, around it I yeah. thought I, I remember that picture poster whatever so it must have been that. Yeah. So so two of the girls get killed off pretty soon. And then the third one, they find him, and they're like, the guy after he kills him, which isn't the goriest movie in the world, which is a good thing. But anyway, he kills him with the hook, which is kind of off camera, but you see blood spurting. And the three girls are looking for him. All of a sudden, they go into this one room in the attic or whatever, which is where they have, where that guy Orville told them, they're going to the attic because that's where all the power tools were that he killed his family with. So they find him hanging from, like, the thing, you know, all bloody. And they're like, ah, of course, they're shrieking. And at this point, it's like, why haven't you gotten out of this house any quicker? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they don't. But of course, in 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 the tradition of great movies, they they can't wait to get out in there in their nighties. So they go out in the rain in their nighties. So of course, you get wet nighties. This is the movie that delivers, about. is what you're saying. This is the movie that delivers what you know people as need. promised. As promised. Yes. I got ripped <laughs> off. I won my money back. But you, yeah. I'll bring it to you next time. But at any rate, so they go out in the rain, and then the freak across the street is just standing there in the rain, looking at him. He's just big, and they're going like. Oh my God! It's him. He did it. He's the one. And then they like, well, we can't leave now. And the phone's dead. And there are these two idiot cops that are like investigating, and they want to go there, and but they don't like. They ne- they're really inconsequential to this movie. They just mm. show up at the end. I'm not even going to mention them because they, they really did nothing. And Kruger and the other one in mine were exactly the same thing. They're just cops. like just. It might have been directed by Winorski too. I don't know. But at any rate, so like you know, they go back in the house, and then the guy. You know, starts going in. So you're like, wait a minute. There's a who the hell's what the hell's going on? There's a guy with a hook hand, but then there's this guy. So anyway, they're running around, and then that guy goes inside the house. He breaks into the house. So the girls are like going right hiding from him. So they're going in different directions or whatever. And then like you know, another girl gets killed by the hook. And then like you know, the, the there's one British girl. And she finds her, and she's like, oh oh oh, who the hell did this? And then that and then. And then she runs away, and then the, another girl gets killed. And so there's only one left, the British one. So she thinks it's that Orville guy. So she goes, and then she, like, you know, actually, no, the other one disappears. One gets killed, and the other one disappears. She goes, she's going, like, what the hell is, like, Linda or whatever her name was? So she's, of course, they think it's Orville. So this one girl is, like, all wet, you know, with, like, everything see through. And she finds, like, a knife. So she's, like, hiding in the corner, and that Orville guy's looking for her. And she runs out. And she basically like guts him, but Orville doesn't die easily. Okay, uh-huh. Orville takes like it takes a lot of hits, takes a tick, you know, but keeps on it takes a licking, but keeps on ticking or whatever, <laughs> you know. So anyway, she finally like supposedly kills him, and he's like lying after like she's gutted him three times. So she's like getting ready to go downstairs. All of a sudden, the other girl, I forgot what her name was, the tall girl, Melissa Moore, comes out of the shadows with a hook hand, and she's like she's talking in in a different voice so basically the spirit of Colin inhabited her <laughs> nice. I don't know if she was the one who was doing the killings maybe you know but mm. possibly but she comes out and she's like I'm going to kill you now I'm not 
Sandy, I'm Colin or whatever. So the the, the well, one hey, girl, Colin, nice boobs, Colin. Oh, big time, yeah. <laughs> oh, big time, yeah. Now, wait, wait, what's the name of this? Sorority House Massacre 2. So anyway, she gets into a fight with... Uh, with uh, Colin, Colin slash whatever her name was, and she and she basically gets like hits him a couple of times, but she gets knocked down. And, and as and as the other girl, Colin and having the other get ready to gets ready to kill her with the hook, Orville who was in dead shows up and they have a fight, and basically like Orville like kills Colin, but Colin kind of like kills Orville sort of, and then the the girl. You don't know what happened to her. I forgot. I'm getting a little confused because she basically like she's like screaming and then like it fades to like the cops show up at the house for whatever reason. Some guy heard screaming or the cops show up at the house and they see the carnage everywhere. They're like, oh my god, what happened here? And then Orville, they find, wait a minute, this guy, this guy's dead. He goes, no, no, he's still alive. And then they find all the other girls dead and they go, oh, okay. But they they see somebody in the background moving. And then it's the one girl, you know, the 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 English girl, and they're going like, oh, I wonder if she's the one who killed him. But no, she's still alive. But she's got the hook in, and she all of a sudden she goes like, I'm calling, I'm going to kill you. So when he killed, I guess the, the spirit was in. As soon as you killed somebody, it was inhabiting the body. It just of the went other to the one. next one. It went. So yeah. as she's coming. The cops just unload on her and basically kill her. So then you it cuts to the guy, the Orville guy. I forgot, I got it confused a little bit. And they go, well, I guess everybody's dead now. And they go, no, he's still alive. And then, it, and then it says the end with a question mark, and you get a list of the movies. No, they did the question mark. That's and awesome. then, and I think they did a question mark. But anyway, and then after the credits are over, you see another scene with like they're wheeling that Orville guy. The hospital goes, no, oh, I guess they're the, the interview going like, you survived all this. How did that happen? He goes, well, I don't know, but and he goes, well, and you got out of court. You didn't get a, you didn't get convicted. He goes, well, they didn't have any proof on me. Blah blah blah. So. I'm okay, and of course the, the the he's being wheeled out by some nurse with huge boobs or whatever, and then uh-huh. it's like, that's really the end or whatever. So this is the movie that I watched. And I actually have the sort of sequel, so you can watch the sort of Much sequel. Much better. I'm assuming, I, I'm, I'm assuming it is. It's pretty dopey, but it's it, it to I mean, me. If you gave it, it one like, point per boob, you're still at a twenty oh yeah. out of ten. So, so anyway, I mean, this is exactly what I expected. It was a lot less bloody than I thought. See, that's but it, good. I. I don't like when it's excessive. I really yeah. don't like. Sometimes these slasher things are fun. Yeah. And I like them, but and, but sometimes it's so much you're like, oh my god, stop! Too much, you know. Uh, and they get almost so gross that you don't even want to watch it. And you're like, yeah, come on, man. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it, it did show a lot of. Let's put it this way: there was, there was a lot of you know nudity, but not as much as it could have, but lingerie stuff made up for it you know i mean really butt shots you know i mean i know i'm being crude but you really should check this movie yeah, yeah. if it was if from this 19, is what this, this is from 1990 this is from i think two is from 1990 yeah yep. this movie delivered the good when orsky knows what he's doing this is exactly yeah and the one delivers i watched what exactly was was yeah. promised when i watched 80s. was from uh De- deborah brock you're the one you watched in the 80s, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it was like, that was like the go-go. 87 or something like that, you know, so like Crystal Bernard, Jennifer Rhodes. Crystal Bernard was in it? Yep. She, she was in Wings and stuff like yep. that. Kimberly uh, Arthur, Patrick Rowe, Heidi Kzak. Heidi Klum? Kozak. Yes, Heidi, Heidi Klum. Yeah. And then yours had, uh, yeah, the Gail Harris, Melissa Moore. Yeah, yeah, Melissa Moore. Stacey Zhivago, yeah, Dr. Zhivago's kid. She was um, good, too. They're Bar- all good. Barbie. 
Just a girl's name is Barbie. Yeah, she was great. Wow. All oh, great she, actresses. Was she one of those Barbie twins? Remember those no. two? Yeah, I do, but no. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, um, different... Much different, better movie you got. I may, I may, I may be describing it better. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you to watch it. Oh, I'll watch it. I don't care. In the future, and you can dispute me or say like yeah. I agree or whatever. Cool. Anyway, I'm gonna give it like a seven. No, it sounded like a nine to me. But yeah, okay, seven point five. Okay, you talking? <laughs> You're like seven point nine. It would have been, it would have been a nine if like. Anyway, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. All right. Well, we're gonna take a trailer break and then we come back. Our third two of the day. So yeah. you had Sardi House. Party Slumber two? Party Massacre Slumber 2. Slumber Party Massacre 2. Sorry House Massacre 2. Wow. And one more. Genesis 2. That's right. Phil Collins' kid stars in Genesis 2. Not, not the not the Sega Genesis game, 2. No. Electric Or Robo. Sega Genesis 2. That was another type of movie. Wow. I had no idea her breasts were so... <laughs> Dude, she does these exercises pump them up. You guys, hi. I'm on Sexist Overload. If it is, kill the commentary. Now, in the tradition of free love and nickel beer comes a new motion picture that makes Thunder Road look like an ice cream social. It's big excitement, big trouble, big screen action. Meet Jarvis, the big man, a poor imitation of a human being. I pay you a lot of money, Sergeant. I don't jump when you yell. You jump when I yell. And Sharon, the big man's honky-tonk baby. Listen to me, you little hillbilly tramp. I got our good thing going here, and if you think you're going to take over, it'll be over my dead body. And Mitch, the pretty boy that learned it all the hard way. Come on, baby, let's get out of here. Jarvis will never know the difference. From the hills of Tennessee to the Daytona 200, it's shine, drink, and motor roaring, fist pound in action. See it all in Moonshiner's Woman. But the room was quiet. Had it been a nightmare? What woke him? Was the candle in the antique mirror moving? Was there something standing by the curtains? Was he mad? <laughs> The Crimson Cult. So terrifying, they won't let us tell you about it here. She'd wandered alone. The passageway between the walls was damp and musty. She dropped her candle. And then I heard it. Now she has no head. It happened in Horror House. I was there. A nightmare combination of shock and terror. And you're invited behind forbidden doors. Horror House stars Frankie Avalon and Jill Hayworth. The Crimson Cult features Boris Karloff and Christopher Lee. See them together for the first time, but don't see them alone. Rated GP. First of all, dude, you don't have an accent. Secondly, this is a fucking show dog with fucking papers. You can't board it, it gets upset. Its hair falls out. Walter. Fucking no. dog has fucking papers. Over the line! All right, and we're back. Now, after did, that did, we, little... did we both did we both watch this next movie? I think we did. So what What did you watch as your secondary movie? I watched uh, the Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, and I watched Starman. So uh, looks like you get four now. Son of a gun. Genesis now, two. Genesis two. Yes. Two belly buttons. Yep. From seventy okay. three. Probably. Ah, uh, yeah. This is another one of those Regine Roddenberry. I wanted. Do Star Trek again, kind of things that didn't really hit. Question. One, one question. Now, because you brought that up, Gene Roddenberry, mm. did he do a lot more, or was he just kind of a one-trick pony with that was his world, and he, and I, I don't mean it so derogatory, but no, you could like say he that. just kind of was. 
that his thing and that's it kind of like oh he made a movie one time one that i know of anyway there are all the roddenberry fans out there that can correct me there was one movie that i know that he he made and the reason why i know he made this movie because i remember seeing the the photo spread layout for it in playboy <laughs> and it was like angie dickinson was naked in it and rock hudson really acting called pretty maids all in a row and it's a very and if you you want to talk about movies that are like couldn't get made today that one because rock hudson's dead n- no not to mention that <laughs> he was like a, i think he was a coach of a school and he was messing around with cheerleaders that were underage oh, so yeah this movie would have we're a little bit more touchy about that subject anymore yeah this was from <laughs> 1970 so he made that Yikes. and then basically since he was mostly known for star trek he did these two pods planet earth genesis 2 then he started the Star Trek movies, and he may have done other things, and then that yeah. went on. And, and that's, again, that's his franchise. He was good at it, but that's what, like what he kind of did. But you like know, that. here that's the thing in life: if you, if you can only be really good at one thing, be great. Yeah, and he is. I mean, I'm I, it's like again, a baseball player. When I said player. when I said that, it sounded like I was calling him a douche or something like that. And yeah. I wasn't. Uh, he 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 does this stuff incredibly well. I just didn't know if he like branched out and was trying to be other stuff or was it only just the sci-fi only just that was where his brain I, was I know, right? I know pretty, pretty maids all in a row mm-hmm. I, I, he may have done other things I so he know. dabbled but his home was his wheelhouse is well, sci-fi that, because you know. of all the I mean basically Star Trek was like when it was after it was cancelled it was talk about fanzines that, that's what brought that's what wow. the fan the fanzine the fan people all those fanzines between between Star Trek getting um, cancelled in 69 maybe I think and the first movie was like almost like 10 years, maybe more than 10 years. And all those years, it was like fanzines, conventions. You know, all those guys were making money off conventions. Shatner was doing all his cheesy B movies. But it wasn't <laughs> until the Trek movies came out that everybody's career went up. Nimoy was directing. Everybody. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, they they know, all got crazy money. And to me, and I mean, I mean, this is going to sound blasphemous, I like Star Trek. But I never understood why it was like the greatest show ever to fans. I really don't. Well, and just the same. But I like it yeah. though. But well, I don't love it. I like Star Trek and and Star Wars. I don't see that. I don't see like the the these like I don't see how it can sustain people like building stuff and and talking about stuff. And this is like thirty years, forty years later, and you're like, oh my god, all right. But then on the other hand, a, a, so what though? You know, a, a, a Trek person goes, so how the hell do you like, you know, um, uh, Mono's Hands of Fate or uh, whatever? Yeah. So they they can get back at me at that. So yeah, but yeah. you don't dress up like Manos and and go to conventions dressed up. Well, like, not lately. Oh, okay. Well, my my knees. Your knees hurt. hurt. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say because of those prosthetics hurt. that you, that crippled that guy. Yeah, and killed him. Yeah. All right. So anyway, Genesis Two Electric Boogaloo. Um, is uh set in the future? Well, no, well, set in the no, vi- not originally. No, not originally. Yeah, what what year was that supposed to? Seventy nine, I believe they said. Okay, I I wasn't. That was one thing it I wasn't sure of. Started out in seventy nine. The movie was made in seventy three, so they were in the future by yes. six years. <laughs> yes. So this dude is. It looks like Chris Christopherson. He's rocking. He's rocking the, the porn stash. Porn stash. Cord. He was in a lot he, of movies and TV. He's rocking that, pulling my stomach in so hard. It's 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 like an yeah. inch wide. You yeah, know. Yeah. Not, not to mention, it's like the, this movie was in love with Alex Cord because he's without it. In the first scene, he's not didn't have a shirt. I go, really? Is that really necessary? You oh, know? it's necessary. Because Cord was like, you know, wanted to pull in the babes. You know. Yep. And then Marriott Hartley did the opposite. She was she kept getting out of clothes all the time. And <laughs> anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So he's they're doing some kind of suspend animation. Yeah, the whole thing was like, oh, 
if we if we do this correctly, our ast- our astronauts will be able to travel ten years for every one hour they age or something like that. It was some right. crazy where basically they stop everything and and so they would be able to go on deep space missions, that kind of thing. Suspend your animation. You can get there after four hundred years and wake up and go, oh, I'm a human, you know. So that was the whole process of it. He gets into the chamber with his manly chest, you know, and his horn stash. And, and they, his layered 70s hair. Oh, there. yeah, dude, it was crazy. And and he's and he's kind of doing some exposition over it, like, blah, blah, blah. And, and they, they took this, like, underground tunnel, which was like a shuttle. Which was using planet Earth also, the other... Uh, yeah, and it looked very Logan. Logan's run had the same technology, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, shuttle... Yeah underground shuttle tube thing yeah uh so he gets there he's and he's exposition train is pulled up and he's kind of blah 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 blah, talking about this they put him under and immediately there's like an earthquake (laughs) and he sees it as he's going under and you're like ah and it because it's in carlsbad caverns is where they're doing these that's right that's that's where they're doing these of course they have to do it in carlsbad cavern couldn't do it anywhere else they got the shooting probe uh they got the uh the filming permit they might as well just do it there too above ground oh no we gotta do it in that cavern nope keeps it yes so and then and then that's it earthquake and kind of fade to black, fade back in. Camera shakes, guys, yep. in the, oh, yeah. people doing Shatner. Oh my God! And then uh, he wakes okay. up like. End the story. Yep, he's dead, and that's that was it. It was a very short story. It was a very short story, but uh, it was no. it was fruitful. Yes. So so then basically they do that uh, slow iris out, slow iris back in, like oh he's woken up now. I still know a girl named Slow Iris. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She went to work for Walmart. Uh, so then, hey. so then she, he wakes up. Shops. He wakes up and there's like there's a couple of people standing over him that are obviously not the same. Yeah, these people are going through a tunnel and they see look through the glass. They go, they go, doo, 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 they're hitting the glass. Like, oh yeah. They're like, hey, it's a dude. <laughs> there's like a dude there. There's like a dude, dude. Wake up, dude. <laughs> so they say, so they like get in there. And it's like three, uh, two women and a guy, and a guy uh, Mary Slam and Afro, dude. Percy Rodriguez. Yeah, he you was. You know, he, I get him confused with William Marshall, who played Blackula, but it's not the same guy. <laughs> but Percy Rodriguez, yeah. I get him confused with, um, what was that guy, Clancy from uh, This Ain't No Funeral Home? Uh, from Tales from the Cr- Yeah, yeah, Tales uh, from the Hood. Yeah. The, the, what was that guy's name? Tales from the Oh, uh, Lawrence Williams. Lawrence. Fish? The third, like Clarence Williams the third. Clarence Williams the third, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's who I get it mixed up with. Yeah. So uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so they get in there. They find a way to get in, and they're like, "Oh, look at this dead guy. He's been dead for <laughs> how long has he been dead for here?" You know? Yeah, because they think he's dead, and they're like, they're like touching him. They're like, they're hey. slapping him around. They're like, you know? "Oh, this," because they, like, they think he's dead, but just really preserved perfectly. Because like when you're in a hospital and they put you under, you don't know what the hell they're doing to you when you're underneath. So they're like slapping around, and all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, wait, this guy's breathing. Holy crap! When when the hell is how long has this guy been in there? You know?" So they get him. They find some notes or whatever, right? They revive him. Well, he starts to talk, but he's still in slow-mo. Like, it's, well, yeah. it's almost like they're kind of saying he's still in suspended animation until he would get the medicine to bring him out of exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Because, you know, nothing else is doing really anything. So yeah. he's like, he's, he mumbles something, and one girl, for some reason, can understand him. And she's like, oh... He says he needs this certain kind of medicine. She's like, we don't have that anymore. Yeah, they don't make Mad Dog 2020 anymore. Yeah, in the sorry, bro. You know, with male symbol. He had a yeah. male symbol on his yeah, chest. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. So, but then they like kind of fast forward. Now they're in like a home, kinda, 
like a hospital kind of, but it's more of a, a you know a outpatient room, kind of thing. Yeah. So and then she's like, he starts waking up and talking, and she's like, oh yeah, well we didn't have that crap you were talking about, but I made some some like form of it out of flowers and plants, yeah. and he's like, oh. and baby tears. He's like, okay, thanks, um, I guess. And at this point, she's like, she changes, and that's when you're saying like side boob city. Yeah. Uh, no full on, because this is obviously a TV pilot. But that's when you see her two belly buttons, and he's going like, what the hell is that? You know? And he's like, hey, that's odd. Well, we mutated in the years 20-something or other, 2020 or 2038 or whatever. You know, after the big war, we mutated. What is it, like, 2138? Because he's like, 2138, oh, it's yeah. like 155 years. He goes, that's 155. What have I been doing for 151 years? And she's like, yeah, a lot of that. You know yeah. I mean? But anyway, uh, so... She's talking to the guy. He goes, "Well, yeah, that happened in the in in the wars and blah blah." And we're like, we're Pax. We're like a which stands for peace. Yeah, right. We're a peaceful society, and we've like. And then they start getting into the philosophy, and then it's like this is the part that I cracked up because it's like to me it's like when they're talking about Pax and you're talking about well we're like really like we're like unisex now. We don't want to differentiate between the sexes, and we're like, and I'm going like, wow, that's so that's what like the same bathroom thing came from so we're ge- so we're becoming packs now but we're only like a hundred years yeah or whatever. i think ali mcbeal i think the guy who wrote alec mcbeal watched that and was like i'm putting that in my notes for later yeah right <laughs> same bathroom so anyway um so she's single female lawyer yeah. <laughs> lots of crimes <laughs> so anyway uh you know they're, they're talking all this crap about how great they are and then like well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, like somewhere along the line, where she gets like his confidence, she goes, "Like I'm not really Pax. I'm really like for the this these other race of people that are there. Like I'm just a spy because <laughs> Pax really sucks, but I gotta pretend that they're really good. But our people are really good. So, yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, okay. So they have the warring tribes. So right off the bat, yeah. And I, I did, I. This movie was a bit uneven to me in that a lot uneven. In that sometimes they were just like just dump trucking exposition on your face, and then sometimes you're just kind of watching crap go on. Which I mean, it, it was very Planet of the Apish with the sure. action scenes, but of course it is. But the like, you would get a lot of kind of very important information. Then kind of nothing, and yep. they're like, "Could you spread this out a little yep, bit?" Like, yep, yep, like yep. one person will just say, "There was a war, and then this and that, and things and packs and this and this other tribe, and I have three belly buttons." And you're like, "Okay, you're focusing on that," and then and then you're like, "What did she just say?" I don't. I did. I did. I hear this right? I don't even well, you know. know what it is? You know? It's like a 73 minute movie. It was a TV <laughs> movie, so Roddenberry was like, "All I got is like 73 minutes. Holy crap!" You know, he did a quick rewrite and handed it to the person. She's like. Yes, and Same then the this. war happened, and then this thing, and then other things, and look at my boobs, but you can't see them. Because if it was a real, like, 90-minute or whatever movie, you'd see, like, a flashback it to the war. It would it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's, and, and I think the, the pilot, they were trying to just smash so much stuff in there. They're like, oh, and this. Plus, they and, couldn't oh. probably afford to show you the war. Right. At any rate. So, so she's like, yeah. so I think at this point, she goes, well, we got to escape. So No, we, he, he goes, she goes, okay, well, I'll see you later. And then that weird one came in who's like, oh, oh we don't talk girl. that way. That's when the unisex girl. The unisex girl comes in. Then he wakes up and she's tied up. And she, he's like, wait, that's not right. Oh, but, but, but before that, before him. there was this one scene which cracked me up. He's like, well, you know, we don't talk like that. And then he's, then Alex Court starts to do his like, 
taking his clothes off to be to like hey like, I'm a like, sexy yeah, guy let's yeah. go. male show macho guy, man yeah. and she's like oh no you know, you're like what you never seen this yeah, you're like, haven't you that. ever seen male symbol chain before <laughs> yeah. wink that means I'm so DTF I'm, and I'm like going like oh 70s man why am I promoting you so much you know this is yeah. like <laughs> he was slamming oh, 70s man I don't re- I hardly ever say that but I'm like oh 70s he pulled up uh, to the set with his van and the van said rockin'. if it's rocking don't come a knocking and he meant it so he gets under it was the, paneling in his van so he, he gets under in. the covers and yeah, he's that, like well, yeah I know you'll be thinking of me cause I'm porn stash man yeah so yeah the next morning she wakes up he, and she's tied up yeah he's like wait this got weird quick and then she's like come on get up we're leaving and he's like wait that's what right. and that's where he, she's like this is kind of bullshit let me take you to the real world where we eat meat and have sex. And he's like, well, I'm down with that, so let's go. So they get into a tube, and then she hot wires it, and then they jump off at a station. And at that point, people start hobbling around, and they he's eating rat or something like that. And and she's like, oh, they're submissive. And yeah, when, like, I go, when I go there, he goes, oh, these are like the... When I'm thinking of like, are these like the, the illegals that cross the borders or whatever? I, you know? I was like, I, can we They're very swarthy. <laughs> I'm thinking, can we take this two back? Because I think the other way was way better than this way. <laughs> yeah. She's uh, like, nah, nah, I guess better. Don't worry. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Now what would you pay? So he eats a little bit of food, and these people are groveling around, and she's like, they'll stab you in the back with a spear, so we have to train him like that. And he's like, okay, whatever. Good. So they jump up on horses and ride off. And then they get to, like, they see a city, and he's... And, well, first of all, they're in, like, this... Well, they see the city painting. The city painting, but they're standing in like a, a, a waterfall and like there's deer and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm thinking, rainbows. Why weren't they just eat, eating the deer and the fish? What the hell were they eating at that trouble well, because like station? The, you know, the, the illegals only eat rat. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't rat. Maybe it was chicken. But I don't chicken know. Chicken tastes like rat. Everything tastes like rat. Uh, so basically, uh, <laughs> see how we switched it. Yeah, so basically, they're like, okay, well, let's keep going because I'm majestic on this horse and. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so they show up. And, and have two belly buttons and you don't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then, so then, like, uh, you know, they show up and it's kind of like this really weird, um, like, hierarchy, not hierarchy, like, dictatorship oh, yeah. in place. You know, like, the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, 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 right. And they're like, yeah, don't worry about these people. They're like, they're doing great. Yeah. We brought them in from across the border and they're like our slaves and they're doing great, but we're the cool guys. Yeah, and they were kind of like, no, no, they're very happy to be serving us. Because like, at one point he's like, look, man, I can cut and chew my own food or whatever. Yeah, like, right. Because like, it's over, like, overly submissive, you know. And, and and she's like, no, no, we love it here. And they're like, where they come from, there's nothing. So this is paradise to them. They don't mind Yeah, we just treat them like crap and, you know, like... Kick them around a little bit. And hit them with our, like, sticks that, like, stun you and all that crap. The stick would either stun you or make you feel really groovy, you know? Yeah. Like, wow, Gene Roddenberry, you got a lot of of issues in your brain, bro, you know? It's like... You can either rub the pleasure orb or the destruction cube, you know? (laughs) There you go, Okay. So, so, but then, like, okay, so now he's like, okay, this is a little bit weird. Then the, this council shows up, and they're like, turn on our nuclear power! And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, basically, there's, like, a nuclear power, and there's also a missile silo, hint to be hint, hint. And uh, and he's like, well, I don't know if, I, if I'm if i going to turn that on. And I'm thinking, man, if they would have unfroze me, 
They would have said, and there's a nuclear power. And I would have shrugged and went, okay, so whatever. Like, they'd be like, what can you do? I was like, well, I can typeset some crap if you need. Yeah, I can do a logo for I, you. I can't really but turn not on, on paint. I can't really turn on, like, a nuclear reactor. I think that's a specialty thing. But anyway, so they're like, well, turn it on or you're going to be punished. And he's like, I bowed a new man. Then that's when the... Joe Cool. Yeah. And then they, that's when they, then they nail him with the pain stick. And they're like, that was setting four. It goes to eight. And I was like, well, this one goes to 11. Yeah, right. And then, <laughs> and then he, he touched him with the pleasure part, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty nice. And he's like, so you're going to get one of these. What is it? And then he, he does the kneel down thing, and they're like, well, I'm not going to turn it on, but I'll be your slave or whatever. So, so that's kind of weird. Transition. So he goes to the slave area, and that's when you meet... Um, Lurch. Lurch! Dude, that guy's a big dude. Lurch, was, Lurch was built, man. I forgot that he's a big, scary guy. And he's, he's also was the voice of uh, Frankenstein Jr. in a lot of cartoons, Ted Cassidy. I not Richard Keel, not Jaws. No, Lurch. no, no. You got to confuse because when 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 Jaws would go to convention, they said, "Hey, aren't you Lurch?" Jaws would get kind of angry at the people. I wouldn't want him. They want to. They want to. They, they want to get confused. So anyway, Lurch. They should have done a movie together. That would have been great. It could have been called like Twin Towers or something like that. Or twins. <laughs> or twins. Yeah. But um, and it was neat seeing him talk and be like an actual more active. Yeah, participant. Yeah, not, uh, yeah, yeah, he was because yeah. he was a good actor. Rang. Yeah, he was he was a good a actor. Good voice it, you know? So uh, it was fun seeing it. So he's got, he's like an he's like an Indian. Yeah, he's got the headdress and Richard and then uh, yeah, Alex Court. Hey, you're an Indian, it aren't must you? Be the go, future. Gee, what what gave you that yeah. idea? You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like whatever so there's like a few guys that talk and they're like they try to get chummy with them and he goes hey you gotta help us out right they do yeah. something like that you gotta help us get out of here or whatever yeah cause they're like now you're seeing that they're the, from the other side they're from the other side they're, yeah. so the, each side has their their spies and revolutionaries within their group you know yeah they're PAX guys right yep, yeah they're PAX guys and they're like well now you see that this is really garbage town and come back to us or whatever But but they're like no we have to defeat them here because of something, because because if we don't get them now, they're gonna kill us, kind of thing, which is uh whatever. So there's yeah. a lot of shenanigans involved, and then they so this guy porn stash, he's like, oh, I'll make these radios detect where those pleasure rods are, and I was like, well, what the hell are you? Even, they're there, they're they they're holding them. Yeah. So he's walking around with this thing, but then they find a, a cache of them, a cache. Yeah, they get they Ted Cassidy to like, like muscle. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, there they are. They so they found where they hide them all. So now they had him. They pass him out to all the slaves, and slaves are just, slaves running wild. At you first know. they're like, "Oh no, no, we're scared." No, they're bad. Yeah, you want to get beat up by these? Oh, okay, fine. Yep, you know? Okay, and then they flip the switch. So now they go back, and see. And this is this is the other thing that's kind of like that. Now there's also the love triangle because, or the the torn feelings because, porn stash is actually falling in love with uh, the the lady who married Hartley. Yeah, married Hartley. Um, but he still Elka bongs her and runs out like he's he, he screwed he double crossed her like three times yeah and she just keeps coming back but then now they're in the nuclear plant because they're running out now they're like running away and they're running away they're getting back in the train yep they're going they're getting on the, she's the like, freedom look, cube look you know I mean don't I'll I'll, I'll give I'll let, here's you need this cube to get in the train and go but I'll only do it unless you 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 start up the nuclear yeah you gotta help me you, you they're gonna kill me that's basically what she's saying is like if you screw me over one more time I'm done. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I don't want that. All right. So he pushes his friends in, and he turns the cube on. He's like, I'll be there, you know, sometime. So I'll help him with their nuclear Yeah, I'll help him with the nuclear reactor. At this point, I don't think he knows that there's also a missile. Right. Or he doesn't say that he does. 
then he goes back and they're like, how could you have helped the the traitors or whatever like that? So because he shows up then like couple, yeah he shows up at Pax like, yeah they are later like, or something yeah, like, you know. like yeah they're like the the other guys go back and they go well where's like Stash they go well he stayed to help him and they go like how'd you let him why'd you let him do that and he goes well there's nothing we could do you yeah what well, yeah just so all of a sudden it's like. Yeah. Oh, hey, let me in. And he comes in. He goes, "What are you doing here?" You know. He goes, "Well, you know, I had to, I had to help them with their nukes, but I'm going to have them explode on." Yeah. So basically, he rigged. He said, "I helped them, but don't worry, they're not coming here because I, I, I rigged the nuclear missile to explode." And at that point, you're like, "Wait, wait a minute! What? You're going to kill the whole world?" <laughs> so. He's like, and they're like, and he's like, you know, I've I've realized that you guys are the good ones. They were the bad ones. So they're gonna get nuked in uh, three, two, one. Mushroom cloud, wind. Yeah. And then and then he's, they're like, did you hurt people there? And he's like, well, of course I did. Well, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I killed a couple of people to get in there, and I just nuked that whole and area. Like, well, here at Pax, we don't do anything. Like but before, and then and then they go, we're Pax, we're cool. As a matter of fact, we're not as like stuck up and like you know like uh, sterile as you think. Check this out. We have music and we have bands and we have yeah. like Mozart. You know, nah. We we have like uh, you know uh, dances and we have hop, teen yeah. hops, and we have like uh, you know all that good stuff. And, and like, oh, we also they also had a lot of the Earth like books paintings. and paintings and stuff like that. They were really trying to preserve high art. No comic books. Uh, yeah, no, but, no, no, know, no comic books. So, so yeah. So then they're like, he was like, oh well, you know, now I I saved our whole this whole way of life. So you got to give me some credit. And they're like, okay, you got to. First they go, did you kill anybody? Well, yeah. And they're like, well, at Pax we don't kill people here. Mm. And one of the Pax guys is like, you know, like a mafia dude or whatever. He's like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Hey. And you're like, okay, so everybody's in Pax. You got like all types. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then, hey, being Big Vinny, we don't kill people no more. Hey, she's a good. Yeah, yeah. you can. They're gonna stay at the packs. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then that's it. They they blows up and nukes them. And then he goes, okay, well, I won't anymore. And then that girl that was like originally like cold shoulder, she's like, hee hee, let's go. And then they, and then they go, then, well, what happened to Marriott Hartley? He goes, well, I hope she escaped in time because I don't. He screwed her over knows, like four yeah. times. Man. Yeah. And dropping a nuke on a girl, yeah, that's, that's gonna cold shoulder you. Yeah. That, that, yeah, I think you're done. Yeah, man. that would that would set a bad precedent for any other future so, woman. So for him, uh, you know. good, an interesting story. Um, it was of course well produced. It's a TV, you know, pilot. Yeah. Um, it was pretty good. I liked some of it. Some of it was silly, silly and rushed. But uh, you know, I don't know. Overall, I'd say it's about a seven. It's like. I liked it. I liked the story, and I liked the idea of the story, but some stuff needed to be more attention given to it. Some less, you know. What are yeah, you thinking about? I'll, it? I'll go along with you. I mean, it's it's silly. It's more silly than not silly. Yeah. But um, yeah, it had its moments. It, it, like I said, it's very uh, Logan's Run or or like uh, uh what's the the ape one? Uh, Planet of the Apes. Apes, that kind of thing. It has that feel to it. It all and and I think. Movies from the 70s with that type of thing always have that feel to it, you know, where you're like, mm, I can I tell mean, that's a painted background, you know. Comparison between Genesis 2 and Planet Earth, Planet Earth I liked a lot better than Genesis oh, 2. Oh, yeah, because, well, it was also a lot more... Action-y. Action, and they also kind of didn't overstep their boundaries, like, it was like on a desert area and stuff like that, like, so they... they and that could, one was Planet of the Apes. Yeah, six yeah. Two, but it yeah, was, yeah. I thought it was a better movie. But, uh, hey, whatever. You know. All good. All right, well, there you go. Three for the price of two this week. And when we come three back... Three twos. Yeah, three twos. 
<laughs> so, all right. My name is Malibu, as always. Dr. Morbius. We'll see you next week. And Maybe we'll watch the right movies. Probably. The right stuff. Uh, here's Don Sullivan. Sing us out with a mushroom song, brother. any more like laughing than I do right now.